Hello everybody, it was Knickers week and some people, some people's performance was perky and other people's performance was pants and that is all of the underwear material that I have for you. Keep sewing. This is the Keep Dancing podcast, which is keep sewing right, which is keeping sewing for the summer. I'm your host Ellie, and I'm joined by Meg. Hello. And Millie. Hello. Have either of you two been sewing anything this week? I've been back at work, so <laughs> the sewing machine's had to uh, vacate its position on the standing desk. Uh, I'm still sewing masks, and I've actually pinned more of the denim skirt together so that's that's a, a plus i tried to buy elastic some three four millimeter flat elastic and uh now every listing on ebay is uh calling it mask elastic so um yeah uh. a cultural change moment has happened <laughs> emily you sewing anything I've not sewn anything this week but i've been saving for this lovely long bank holiday weekend where I'm not going to be going anywhere because I don't want to go outside yet much and like do stuff. Um, something for my um, my niece when she's a baby, so I'm going to have my first go at sewing a baby thing. I hear oh. they're very small. Uh, quite small uh, with chunky legs. Oh. Mm. Oh. So, yes, it was underwear this week, lingerie and sleepwear. And some of this, especially the first challenge, just felt incredibly pre-lockdown. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, I haven't been within six feet of an underwire since lockdown started. Um, and so the idea of a fully boned A-cup basque was just, I, I couldn't relate. <laughs> the a-cupness of the basque was what made me not relate. Yeah, like, what's the point of sewing an a-cup basque? <laughs> no, yeah, I mean, as, like, as... there's got to be a-cup ladies out there that like to wear a basque. But, yeah. uh, like, if I was uh, so spelt that my uh, chesticles were an a-cup, I'd be in a boob tube rather than a basque, personally. <laughs> See... You say that. I I am technically an A cup. Uh, I just have an extremely wide shoulder thing, uh, so I wear a sister size. Because strangely enough, finding a thirty A bra is quite difficult. Mm. Um, <laughs> I'm still not going to wear a boob tube though. I I, <laughs> I describe myself Fair as enough. having vintage hips and flapper tits. Oh, so. oh, nice, <laughs> nice, nice, nice. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> well, the, the Chalkleys are more the um, extravagant hourglass. Yes, the, mm. the very extravagant hourglass, particularly after two months of lockdown. And Chocolate biscuits. <laughs> yeah, bread. Yeah, if you, take, if you take my shoulders in, 
to account. My shoulders to hips, I'm quite hourglass. It's just at the front, I'm quite flapper. Um. <laughs> well, anyway, it, anything that you're doing in corsetry, you're thinking about three-dimensional curves and you're thinking about these tiny stitches and tiny seam allowances on uh, usually quite expensive and tough fabrics. And yes. you have to be... like It's a very good test of sewing skill. Even even an A cup, like doing the doing a a D cup strapless basque would have been quite a feat. But I don't think I don't think the world is ready for a dressmaker's mannequin with some this extra is... silicon boobs on it. Oh, I was going to say no. this this isn't um this isn't sadly uh, Britain's greatest structural engineer. <laughs> yeah, I did the the topographical. Uh, Maneuvering for anything. <laughs> well, the, the scaffolding it. required. The, uh, episode two of the flower arranging reality show on Netflix, the great big fa- flower fight, uh, was a fashion one, and they were welding some clothes together out of steel strip. And so maybe that's what you could do to come up with the ultimate strapless big cup bra. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> just excellent I'm, I'm leaving it at that <laughs> right let's go through the baskers in um, uh, order of reverse ranking Peter only How made half f- of it <laughs> you missed two pieces huh? I don't know it, but he's, he did miss the whole back of it out yeah um, and like he didn't want it like he didn't do anything um, for... Uh, so last week he made me suspect that he wasn't a feminist and uh, wasn't an intersectional feminist uh, talking about Venus and Serena. But his little um, offhand comment, oh, I was expecting a skinnier model. Yeah. That made mm. me go, that's not very nice, Peter. It's like, how about... <coughs> oh, um, sorry, explicit tag. Um, Yo, sweary today. <laughs> Well, I'm just going to put the hooter over every time Meg squared. Yeah, anyway, he he missed out the back and he came last. Therese, she had a bit of a mare. She came seventh. So Therese has had this thing where she's gone into sort of chill territory and just not finished before. Yeah. And she did it again. It is a bit of a weird... I'm not sure she went into chill territory on this one. I think she went into the hell do I do? There was a lot of ripping things out and a lot of I don't know how to do this. I am um, I am really getting a sense that all of Teresa's sewing lives in Abu Dhabi. Like everything she's excelled at has been light and airy and floral and breezy. I suspect that's when she did most of her sewing yeah and there's not much call for a basque in abu dhabi i guess no the they'd be frowned upon as a general rule you can wear it you can wear a basque under whatever you'd like um ali came sixth like i knew I, i could tell what she was going for with the pink stripes but it did come out quite messy yeah yeah um, Ali is definitely a stretch fabric specialist. Yes. Matt, I just thought this one was a bit meh. Like, 
it was finished. It had grey swirlies. It was all right. And yeah. same with Mark as well, uh, the blue and white embroidered one. It was okay, but there was no sort of... Um. There was no oomph, there was no passion in it. No, but I did appreciate the pattern matching on the under the cups onto the bodice. Oh yeah, that's really hard to do because you're matching two different kinds of pattern... Um, concavity, etc. Yeah, um, I thought that was quite good, but yeah, otherwise I was kind of like... Curves are yeah. hard. Now, Liz, <laughs> with this week's Would Have a Go At Wearing, her proper goth one, which I'm sure that I um, have seen in Fairy Gothmother at some point. Oh, with the amazing been... electric blue trim. Yeah. Yes. Love, love uh, although I blue. think it would have been, it would have had more tool uh, if it had been in Fairy Gothmother. No, you have to buy the tool skirt separately. It's extra. It's not That's true. Um, and Nicole and Claire's identical, perfect white and gold basques. And like, mm. they were both so good that the difference between them was whether Nicole had ironed the back of it enough. Yeah. Like, yeah, that was weird. <laughs> that's good and that's close. I mean, it is like obviously a slightly awkward situation. I mean, it's one thing to pick the fabric kind of independently. But if, if someone else goes to you, oh, can I use the same fabric as you? You can't exactly on live, well, it's not live telly, but on telly go, no. <laughs> yeah. Um, I just, Unless you it, want the villain edit. <laughs> it didn't feel like there was a lot of choice. It felt like yeah. there was maybe um, four or five of those pale, swirly, heavily embroidered fabrics that are sort of upholstery fabric adjacent. And, like, Liz was the only one who went with something that you couldn't have easily seen on some upholstery. Yeah. I think I think it's odd, because sometimes, like... It, like, when when um, the whole right arm debacle on, on the rugby shirt, it was like there was no more of that fabric at all. But this time there seemed to be bumper amounts of some of the fabrics. It was just a bit weird. Yeah. Um, well, I, I guess when it's all those small little curved pieces, you would expect them to need to go back and cut some more, and but there was no... There didn't seem to be any oh, I put the cup on the wrong way around drama. Like, they did manage to, all of them, apart from Peter, get all of the pieces into the correct place <laughs> and the right way up. So... Yeah, well done, team. Well done. <laughs> um, okay, let's move on to the second challenge. Transformation! Right, this was just a baffling one, really. It was horrific. I, I can't even... I, I can barely remember half the transformations, and I watched it again this morning. <laughs> And, and I, I think that's my brain trying to protect me. Yes. Like a protective shield coming down. It, it probably is. Um, yeah, sometimes the transformation challenge uh, leaves you with classics, and sometimes the transformation challenge leaves you asking why. Uh, but this time they'd found some of the ugliest nighties and pyjama sets um, available to humanity, and yeah. they tried to make them into summer clothing. Um well. Mm. And I don't think either of my grandmothers would have been caught dead in one of those 90s. 
think they might have actually come back from the dead if we tried. <laughs> Good grief. Um, I, I, just, I don't even think they were very nice examples for what they were supposed to be. No, they were, they were grim. And like it was the whole thing was grim. That the, there weren't really any. Um, <laughs> a, nice there weren't really really any pairings that went together, and that yeah. was the thing that resulted in the vomitousness of some of the transformations. Right, let's go in. Um, Liz had a mare. I don't know why well. this was actually last because it was more just. Oh God! Will this do? Rather than actively bad. Yeah, it wasn't actively bad. It was just. Yeah. It was. It was wearable. If she'd have put the big long ruffle on the sleeves instead of down the front, she'd have got shot up the rankings. Yeah, mm. I think that probably. I think the ruffle just felt. I think Esme said it felt a bit like that. She'd kind of panicked and gone. Ah, oh, I haven't used any of the ninety. Mm. And I that I think I, maybe put pushed it down towards the bottom, whereas if it had been more deliberate and, as you say, on the arms or something, it would have been less. Yeah, if if if, if she would have been given another half an hour, I would have gone for tiered ruffles on the, on the shoulders. Ooh, then yeah. Got plenty of the nighty on it. But to- I thought turning a pair of pyjamas into that maxi dress was like, that was brilliant. Yeah, the trousers to skirt transformation, which you're doing at the minute, Meg, is, is yeah. classic. It is. Essentially, it's the t- two tubes into one tube whilst maintaining um, the waist, A waist is what you're wanting to do. Yeah. Seventh, Therese's weird reversible blue top. Therese <laughs> didn't well, get this. No. No. But I think I... I think I said kind of near the beginning that I didn't. I thought she was going to struggle with these ones because it does involve a lot of out of the box thinking that isn't nice floral smocks. Yeah, I suppose you couldn't. Well, there is somebody who's going to prove her wrong, but there's n- like you don't look at those two starter garments and see a nice small c conservative uh breezy summer cotton output do you no no absolutely not um although some people managed um ali's weird skating outfit i thought this was going to be really good it could have been so good if the skirt had been slightly less indecent well, it was less a skirt and more ah, belt. She loves a it was a pelmate, a pelmate. <laughs> it, your butt cheeks would be hanging out underneath that one. <laughs> yeah. Well, look, if you're a regular skater, uh, then you probably don't care because you're going to have lovely purple butt cheeks. Uh, anyway, I still we can don't make excuses. See them. We can make excuses for Ali all we want. The bottom half of it. Do you know if she'd have probably just made like a really excellent top and not annoyed them with the afterthought skirt, mm. she'd have probably mm. gotten away with it. Yeah. Mark making a little uh, triangular insert skirt. He definitely got away with it. Good yeah. Days. Yes. Just. They, I, I wouldn't say they were Godets. I think they were just triangular inserts because Godets implies a curve. 
Yes. Fair enough. Claire made a little peplum dress, which I didn't think it was that much more sophisticated than Liz's dress, which they absolutely panned. But it seems to be that they were grading heavily on the using quite a lot of both fabrics curve. Yeah. Yeah. And and so Claire came out on top on that. Matt's Vivian Westwood dress. Um, yeah, I don't like raw hems. Yeah, I no. don't think you can ever convince me that, like, when you start out and you've accidentally done a raw hem and then you just go, well, I'm just going to continue like this as if I meant it. I don't think you can convince me that that is a legitimate style choice. Yeah. I I just I'm my my general emphasis on style is a little bit more neat and constructed and so the the stuff with the raw exposed hems just upsets me. Yeah. Yeah. Um uh, speaking of upsetting, Peter's second big sleeved weirdness. Uh right. what was now, that? If the nighty had been like an orange psychedelic paisley and the pajamas been like brown then I could have gone with the outrageous 70s-ness of it. Mm. But, I mean, the way the fabrics that it was done in, it made it look like a really ugly toile. Yeah. yeah. Like, I'll just rid the scraps bag for enough fabric to get this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it looked like he was, it looked like he was trying out what fabric weights he would have and the and the measurements that he would have done the real garment in actually nice colours later. And so I guess that was why he came second, because the concept was good, but it was a bloody eyesore in the fabrics that it was done in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh god. But thankfully one good thing came out of this which was Nicole's incredibly cute dungarees and top. Literally yes. the only thing that I can remember without sort of like recoiling. Like genuinely cute. Yeah, definitely. Well cute. And really Woodwear. achievable. I, I think you could probably um at least do the dungarees instructions on one sheet of A4. Yeah. And you're looking at maybe reducing the width of the trouser leg just running some seams up the side cutting out a big bib from the back of the pyjama shirt and then extracting the pocket and sewing it on popping the bib onto the trousers and then making some straps out of was it the sleeves or was it the rest sleeves. of the sleeves yeah I'd probably use the sleeves but yeah yeah and just dead easy and just genuinely cute and the top to go with it marvellous yeah I was really happy with that so going into uh, going into the last challenge um, the people on the highest total rankings who should be the people who are in trouble are Ali on 12 Therese on 14 Liz on 11 and uh, yeah, Peter on ten. So that's that's like the bottom four. Mm. Time for a sleep set. Fancy gym jams, eh? Yeah, that's oh. the thing. Right, why are you sighing, Emily? 
because sleep sets, mm-hmm. like little cute little vests and shorts always look great. Like I look at them and I think, oh, sweet, like they're really cute. Yeah. Then you actually try and sleep in them and you wake up like with the straps tangled. Yeah, with, with one breast out of the armhole. Yeah, one, one breast out of the armhole or out the neckline and it's like up against your chin. And you just think, no. <laughs> in yeah. the end of it, give me the, uh, give me the Winciette set. I don't know. I thought there was some. There was something definitely really pervy about Mark's Victorian Winciette set. Oh yeah, well pervy. <laughs> that was like properly pervy. She will show you her ankles. Yeah, mm. and the, the the that particular shade of uh, hot salmon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's upsetting, Emily. <laughs> uh, yeah. Right, so the kinds of the kinds of ones that I try and buy when I'm in a glamorous mood, uh, like Claire's one, uh, like the little camisole uh, or Danil set. Mm. But I should know better, and I should go comfy goth instead. Yes. Yes. Now, comfy goth, Liz's um, magnum opus. I thought that was really good. Genuinely comfy looking. Yeah, it actually looked like something I could sleep in. And going for the viscose as opposed to silk or whatever really gave her the benefit of working with just a vaguely sensible material. Yep. Yes. like Ali and Claire and Nicole absolutely overfaced themselves with the satin. No, satin's awful to work with. Yes. Starting, you've got to throw it with tissue and it's just and, and to be honest it's not that nice to sleep in no it's quite sweaty it's it's kind of grim yeah um i think liz after sewing bee should release the comfy goth sewing book oh. <laughs> i would quite like um and her patterns can include some comfy goth lounge trousers to uh, like make it a comfy goth uh, nightwear, loungewear capsule collection, and I would mm. quite like a sort of a hoodie dress. Mm. Yeah, a hoodie dress. That would be lovely. Um, Ali obviously had a disaster. We'll come back to that. Um, but Peter and Matt were both highly unsuccessful in different ways. Oh, yes. Oh God. <laughs> yeah. Um, I've written Matt's down as Lacey Bazongas. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, like, I you wouldn't want you wouldn't want that sort of horrible stiff lace directly on your skin, but you also wouldn't want it making like that model was slim. Yeah. Yeah. It was that was big lace. Yeah, and then she was sort like, of inhabiting this turtle-like shell of lacy bazonga, and just it, it it was the sort of lace that I'd expect on a cursed rather than <laughs> on a nighty. Right. Oh. And uh, Peter's, I just think that was very forgettable. It was like, um, whereas Liz and Claire's were Marks and Spencer's Jim Jam sets, Peter's was a Primark one. Uh. I can't even remember what Peter remember what Peter looked like. It was boring. 
Um, Therese is one very nice high end yes. cotton floral just really yes. nicely executed but the one that I really disagreed with the judges on was Nicole's one I I think that actually looked like loungewear it did yeah. but I thought the shade of grey was not good yeah like I think I might have even tried to buy some loungewear that was that shade of grey. And did you put it on and then go, oh, I look a bit... Oh, yeah, oh dear, dead. I died. <laughs> yeah, I, I would like to be right confined now. to my bed for a week. <laughs> yeah, it was just uh, yeah a really unfortunate colour. Like, But could you imagine it in coral? Yeah, in something yeah. like... Uh, in coral I, or lemon or something turquoise with coral trim but i just think that that shape with the big square sort of satiny neckline and the sort of quite relaxed lacy poofiness that's actually quite nice to float about him yeah like the shorts, yes. got, the shorts weren't any good well no, no. but no. that nice big square neckline with thick straps are good for containing the bazongas yeah so you don't wake up with one under your chin yeah um I do feel very bad for anyone that listens to this podcast that doesn't want the bazonga chat. Um, well, I'm afraid. I'm afraid don't, it's lingerie week. Yeah. Don't listen to a sewing podcast. Yeah. I mean, that's like, a that's like a whole thing. If you're, a huge thing. Um, unless you're but, unless you're only sewing men's clothing, you're gonna have to deal with the range the of the zongas. <laughs> to be honest, yeah. quite a lot of the frock chat in uh, Keep Dancing when in when we're doing this in the autumn um, yeah, is about all about the structural engineering of keeping Oti in her frock. True. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, so I like the nice, sturdy-looking uh, neckline on it, basically. But then all that lovely swishiness around the waist is lovely so that you don't end up like waking up in the night feeling like you're being constricted yes 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 um it was very i oh i i'm i'm sitting in my beautifully upholstered bay window uh window seat enjoying a slim volume of poetry and somebody's going to bring me a coffee and a fragrant cup of chamomile tea. Uh, marvellous. Um, yes, so they had three uh, bad ones, which I've uh, given a range of six to eight ranking points to. Ali's absolute disaster. Um, uh. Ma- uh, Matt's Lacey Bazongas and <laughs> Nicole's uh, Dead Man's Lace. <laughs> And if you so if you add those ranking points together, then Nicole was on somewhere between nine and eleven, Matt somewhere between fourteen and sixteen, and Ali somewhere between eighteen and twenty. Mm. But right, so Liz and Therese, who were in either first or second position in the sleep set thing they should still have been in contention and in a little bit of trouble because they'd had a terrible day one. So, like, Liz's total ranking points was either 12 or 13, and Teresa's total ranking points was either 15 or 16. So it was definitely still Ali um, in, like, quite far adrift of everybody else. But, 
you know, like it's it's very interesting who they bring into being in trouble and who they don't bring into being in trouble because, mm. like, obviously we don't get the middle ranks. So yeah. Peter was somewhere between third and fifth, and so he he could have had up to fifteen ranking points, and Mark could have had up to fourteen ranking points. Um, so. Yes, the spreadsheeting sewing bee has ruined it for me because it looks like mostly you go home or not depending on the made-to-measure challenge and the judges have forgotten all about day one by the time they make the decision. <laughs> in in some respects, I can kind of see that, though, because the made-to-measure is like... You've, you've got to fit a human and you've theoretically had time to practice. Uh, your pattern. Yeah, like, it's not. A, it's not uh, like a complete blind yeah, thing, like is, day one, is, where you're just given a random pattern or given some random items. This one, they expect you have, to have actively thought about what you're doing and like worked out what the tricky, what your sticking points are going to be in advance of. I wonder if the I show. should change <laughs> the spreadsheet so that day one. Um, and the made-to-measure challenge have the same weighting because I, yeah, the I idea that the transformation thing. challenge has the same weighting as the made-to-measure challenge is absolutely no. ridiculous. It doesn't. No, I, re- I really don't think it does. I think, I think day one is about um, creativity and thinking out of the box and thinking on your feet. Hang on, and I'm just I- going to do a live recalculate. <laughs> and I think um, I think the made to measure is more about your um, your knowledge of sewing, like and thinking patterns through and choosing the right fabric. And oh no, Ali just... should Ali should even more definitely have gone home if you're doing that <laughs> ranking. Yeah, because well... yeah, good grief. Because <laughs> I mean, go. assuming she practiced, then she would have known that that fabric was likely to tear. Uh, slash that that could be a tricky point yeah. um, but yeah oh, well. so that that is my th- thoughts on how they do their ranking is very much uh, the mate measure is is highly higher ranked than the other two <laughs> yeah and it's just annoying that they don't give the full rankings for it so I can work out what's what anyway spreadsheet people <laughs> uh, need to calm down <laughs> um, so yes, that was week five of Keep Sewing. It looks like we're doing sustainability next week, which I, I hope can't they do wait it like for. they did it last time, where they present them with all their offcuts. It looks oh. like it looks like they've got like a charity bag from their own home or something. But we'll Excellent. see. We'll see. Um, see, the other news that I have is that the Strictly tea towels are now on the shop at totallyflagulous.com um, and if you use the code FUEGO F-U-E-G-O you get 15% off your order <laughs> um, I will oh. also say that if you are thinking about sewing masks uh, Patrick Grant's big community sewing pattern uh there's two now. There's a the more complex curved face mask and then the pleated one. Uh they now do it in kid sizes for both and they've updated the complex pattern uh to include such things as an optional nose bridge wire for 
molding it down. Marvellous. But good luck to anybody trying to buy flat elastic these days. They do say they do suggest using um, hair ties. Oh, interesting. Such things even are for the, still currently available. Yeah, even even for the um, complex face mask. So I've got a selection of half-made ones littering my sewing table. Mm. Mm. All right. Okay. So I will let you go off into that good weekend. Um, I hope you're staying indoors and not doing anything crazy. Um, Do I? Am I ever? someone who does something crazy <laughs> I don't know, maybe maybe you were going to take this weekend to start so, <laughs> have a good weekend Meg you too Ellie and have a good weekend Emily you too now and have a good weekend you listening at home keep sewing keep sewing